0: Welcome back, everybody, to the OP Sports Podcast. In this episode, we are recapping championship week in college football. All right. Welcome back to the show, everyone. Uh, We had a fun weekend in college football. We got the playoff playoff rankings released. We got our playoff set, top four teams who are going to be playing in the semifinals on January 1st. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, we had some other games this week that were not championship games, too. We're going to be going over that, too. But before we get started, I just want to thank you guys for listening. And if you guys could continue to support the podcast just by listening it, listening to it and sharing it with other people, that would be amazing. But we're going to get back into the show, and we're going to get started. we got a fun show filled with you. Um, go over the championship games, each conference, kind of a breakdown of each some other games, and then we're gonna go over the top ten that the playoff committee released, and some other stuff that I have some arguments for the teams that got left out of the playoffs, and I'm really excited to share that with you guys too. But we're gonna get started off before we're gonna start off with my lock and misfit. So um, I don't know if you guys don't if you guys don't remember, basically I each week I pick a lock and a misfit in each conference. A lock is the team who I think is gonna win, and then misfit is I think who's the underdog who's gonna win that. Um, this week I went four and three. Not a bad weekend. I did pretty good. Um, I got the Oregon versus USC game right. I'm pretty proud of that. And then I got the Alabama game right, and I got the Clemson game right. Actually, I got the Clemson game wrong. I picked Notre Dame as a misfit, but epically failed considering they lost by like 21. But yeah. But we're gonna start. We're actually gonna start off with that game in the ACC. So the championship game in the ACC was between number three Clemson and number number two Notre Dame. Uh, Clemson destroyed Notre Dame 34 to 10. Um, it was just basically Clemson from the get go. Um, the only way Notre Dame was gonna have a chance to win this was they had to make Clemson one dimensional somehow, either stopping the run or being really good on pass. But um, that did not happen. Uh, Etn went for a long touchdown, and Lawrence had a couple of throwing touchdowns too, just to just, just dissect this Notre Dame's defense. And then Ian Book and their offense, they didn't play too bad. Um, they missed field goal. I mean, it only would have been like thirteen then instead of ten. But Clemson's defense, like, kept Ian Book in their offense in check. Trevor Lawrence obviously was the difference in that earlier matchup in that earlier in the season when they played each other when Notre Dame won in double overtime. Trevor was obviously the, the difference. Dabo, after the game, like, when they were getting the trophy, said Trevor Lawrence should be the Heisman winner. Um, yeah, it is what it is. And then Dabo... She's done a really good job at Clemson. I think they've won six straight ACC championship games. But um, next year, another name is – they're usually an independent. They joined the ACC this year because of COVID. But I think next year they'll be out. So I think Clemson will win the ACC championship game again. But we're going to move on to the Big 12. Um, number 10, Oklahoma beat number 6, Iowa State, 27-21. to Um, Oklahoma, looked they looked really good in the first half. Everything was going their way. Um. They uh a late touchdown with like a minute to go in the second half that would've if they wouldn't have scored, it probably would have changed the, the game. um, Iowa State, Brock Purdy had three interceptions, uh, they didn't play well. Um, I see young got called kicked out for targeting within like the second play of the game, which really sucked. And I feel like as an Iowa State fan, these refs were just against us the whole time. And I know we, we didn't play well. Off our offense our defense played absolutely they were awesome the whole game. They played their they hit played their hearts out. Um but their I State offense it's not getting anything going against this Oklahoma defense. Usually in the past it's the Oklahoma's the offense is what's really good and their defense is what holds them back. But this year their defense really stepped up. Um uh I w I wanna say the Irish State's defense Oklahoma did not score a point in the second half, so I gotta give credit to Irish State's defense. They put them in a chance to win. They had Brock Purdy going out for a touchdown drive to hopefully win the game. Uh, he threw a pick, third one of the day. But if you got to realize that Iowa State had three turnovers and they only lost, and they still only lost by six. Imagine if they only had, if they only turned the ball over twice. They could, they could probably win this game by ten, honestly. But um, I think Oklahoma won their sixth straight. How disappointing for Iowa State. They had a good season, though. I will admit that top ten. Their final ranking was number ten. They had a great season, 8-3, and three, and they will play Oregon in the Fiesta PlayStation Fiesta Bowl. I'm really proud of this team, but I think they'll be better next year because uh, assuming they don't have that many seniors that were – they had two tight end seniors, I think they'll probably be back uh, depending if they want to, go to the draft or move on with their life. But I think this team will be ranked preseason top ten next year, and I can guarantee you they'll be back for the Big 12 championship game with something to prove with Brees Hall and Brock Purdy. Well, we're moving on to the Big Ten. Uh, the Big Ten had three other games besides the championship game. Uh, on Friday, Nebraska beat Rutgers twenty-eight to twenty-one. On Saturday, Wisconsin beat Minnesota in double overtime, twenty to seventeen. And Penn State blew out Illinois fifty-six to twenty-one, beat them by twenty-eight. Uh, Penn State's kind of gotten their stuff together the last couple weeks. They're starting to play some really good football leading into next year, and hopefully have a good spring practice too. And in the championship game, the Big Ten, we had number four Ohio State beat number fourteen Northwestern twenty-two to ten. Ohio State did not look good in this game at all. Um, Northwestern was beating them at halftime ten to six, but Samadji, uh not P Ryan, but Ohio State's running back really got got going for them. Um, they had like he had like two hundred yards. Justin Fields had a couple picks. He did not look good. He had a pick in the. The red zone, which kind of hurts you, but they end up winning by twelve. Um, I just don't think Ohio State's that good. I mean, they struggled against Northwestern. I, Northwestern's a good team, but I don't think they're anything too special now. But um, Ohio, Northwestern caused Ohio State problems, but they couldn't. They stopped them in the run. They couldn't stop in the run game. They made Ohio State one dimensional in the first half, and that's how they were able to get the get the lead. They made Ohio State. They took away their passing, so they made them have to run, and they kind of paid for it. But Ohio State ends up winning by twelve. But uh, we'll see. They made the playoff. We'll see what happens there in their semifinal game. But we're going on the SEC. Uh, LSU beat Ole Miss fifty-three to forty-eight, which I was surprised. Um, I thought Ole Miss, at least, have a great game, game plan against this LSU uh, defense. But uh, they come up a little bit short. And honestly, if you score forty-eight points, you think you should so you should win. But Pretty much all these games in the SEC were like Big Twelve games where there's no defense, because um, next uh, Mississippi State beat Missouri fifty-one to thirty-two, no defense there. Number five Texas A and M beats Tennessee thirty-four to thirteen, really no defense for the Tennessee side. Then the the championship game, which I thought was actually closer than I thought it was going to be, number one Alabama wins in a close game versus number seven Florida fifty-two to forty-six. Basically, all these games in the SEC had like. Fifty to forty points scored, which is amazing considering the everyone rips the Big Twelve for having no defense. But SEC clearly has no defense because it's all offense. But back to the championship game between Alabama and Florida, Florida. I knew I knew Florida had a chance to keep up with Alabama's um offense because uh, Florida's offense is just as talented as Alabama's. it came down to like whose defense is better, and Alabama like, uh, had the better defense, and they won. But um, this is actually a very entertaining game. I watched part of it. Um, it was actually kind of fun to watch between Kyle, Kyle Trask and Mac Jones compete. Uh, it was really fun with Kyle Pitts and Devontae Smith, who's a Heisman candidate. We'll see if Devontae Smith can get it. He's a wide receiver. Um, Usually you don't see wide receivers when the Heisman's usually a running back or a quarterback. But we'll see what happens. Um, I will say... Actually, I'll hold on to that. I have a thing about I'm going to say about Florida a little bit later in the show for my other segment. Alabama looks really good. Uh, they made the playoff. Uh, I think they're going to win it all, no doubt. They clearly have the best offense. But yeah, I'll get more into them later. And then we're around to the Pac-12. Uh, Utah beat Washington State 45 to 28. Stanford beat USC, UCLA, in double overtime, 48 to 47. Arizona State beat Oregon State 46 to 33. That's, holy cow, that's a lot of points. And then for the Pac-12 title game, Oregon upsets USC 31-24 to to secure the Pac-12 title. Um, I was actually surprised by this because USC, they're a great fourth quarter team. I swear, They have like three comebacks in the fourth quarter. They're down in the fourth quarter with like less than five minutes to go. And I thought honestly thought they were going to come back against this Oregon team. But Keaton Slovis throws a pick, Oregon gets it, and they just basically run out the clock from there. Slovis for USC, their quarterback didn't. He didn't play really well. He had like he had two two picks that kind of hurt him. I um, didn't play. They didn't play their best game. Or Oregon came to play. Uh, they played instead of Washington because Washington had COVID in their team, so they weren't able to play. Oregon, they're four and two. They're Paco champion. They'll be playing in the New York Six Bowl. Uh, USC has declined. They're playing a bowl game. Uh, they're, that means their season's done. But. Um, I, this is honestly a good game. It was on Friday night um, before the Saturday. Um, it was really exciting to see um, Passport kind of Pac-12 football. I don't usually ever watch Pac-12 football because it's always like at 12 a.m. their game start or whatever. I just don't stay up that late to watch them. And I I really don't care about Pac-12, which is kind of a bad thing because I'm a big big college football fan. But that's just it. But um, that's going to be it for the Power 5. We're going to on to the playoff. Playoff teams, the teams who made the playoffs, and the rankings, and I have some other keynotes about them that I want to share with you guys. So, the College Football Committee on Sunday announced their top 25, but I'm only going to go through the top 10, and they picked the four teams going to the playoffs. So, we're going to start off with number 10. Uh, They're number 10 at Iowa State. Uh, I know. They were at number six, dropped four spots because they lost the Big 12 championship game. But overall, they're a really good team. They're going to be a tough out for years. The year. I'm really excited to see what they got. Then, number nine, they have Georgia. Uh, number eight at Cincinnati, which I, which I am surprised they have eight, Cincinnati 8 considering they won the American Athletic Conference. They beat Tulsa by a game winning field goal. I'm surprised they have them behind Florida, who's a three loss team and not a SEC champion. Kind of interesting there. And then, yeah, number six, you have Oklahoma. They basically. Iowa State and Oklahoma basically flipped spots. Uh, Number five, you had Texas A&M. And then your top four team did not change at all. Number four, you had Notre Dame. Number three, Ohio State. Number two, Clemson. Number one, you had Alabama. Um, These four teams, they were like talking about – these were like the top four like a month ago. They switched orders. Uh, Coming into the weekend, uh, Notre Dame was number two. Both that blowout loss to Clemson, they dropped to number four and Clemson moved up to number two, and then Ohio State was at number four, but then they moved up to number three. The reason I think – I honestly think Notre Dame's a better team than Ohio State, but the reason they draft Notre Dame to number four is because they don't want a second matchup, a third not second they, want, they don't want a third matchup between Clemson and Notre Dame, which is fine by me. I don't really want to see them get blown out again, but um, it's kind of interesting because I, I have some other – I did my research for the other teams that I should have – I think I should have been in. I'll I'll give you guys my top four, but um I just have some notes from these top four basically, and basically I'm surprised Florida stayed in the, in the same spot three losses. Um they lost to Alabama, LSU, Texas A&M. And they didn't win an SEC title, so I don't I don't feel like there should be a reason why Florida should be number seven. I think they should drop out of the top ten honestly. I think you got to move and Cincinnati up. And Cincinnati's at eight. You got to move them up. I think they're. Uh, I would like to see Cincinnati play Oklahoma, but that's not going to happen. Cincinnati plays Georgia in their bowl game on New Year's 6. But that's going to be a fun matchup. Uh, we'll see if Cincinnati – I think they can run the table with Georgia. I think they'll be fine with that. And then I think Texas A&M was left out of the playoffs from Notre Dame because it was a biased decision by the committee. Um, early in the season, A&M played Alabama, and they lost by, like, 21. Um, the reason – I don't think A&M wanted – was late into the playoff because the committee didn't want to see Alabama and A&M play again because they knew that Alabama was going to destroy them, which I don't think that is fair. Because you're an A&M fan, you have the confidence to beat Alabama again. So I feel like you got ripped off by the committee because I think a and is better than Ohio State. I think they're better than Notre Dame. Um, the Notre Dame and Ohio State aren't impressive. Ohio State looked crap in their Big Ten game. I think a and M's is a better team. The reason they got left out is because the committee doesn't want to see Alabama and a&m play again and also because they don't think a and a top three team which i think they could be uh they say that there's i have a quote from gary Barta that i'm going to share uh right here this is what gary barter said um this was with reese davis on the top 25 show this is what he said gary barter said you painted the picture of really two teams that have similar resumes they've played similar schedules coming into this weekend Notre Dame was undefeated. They had beaten the number two team now in Clemson and on the road against the number 13 team in North Carolina. And Texas a top win was against a very good Florida team. So very similar resumes. But in the end, the committee felt that Notre Dame has earned its way there based on the complete analysis of the resume. And it probably came down to have an additional win against a ranked team. That is BS. Because how can you... The committee hasn't changed Florida's spot from number seven. So... Florida should be a really damn good win, not a very good win, They're a very damn good win. And Notre Dame, they've only—they're lucky to beat Clemson because Trevor Lawrence was a play. See the difference between Eulajai was quarterback and Lawrence was the quarterback. You lost by 24 instead of winning by three. It doesn't make any sense. The committee—I don't—the committee just frustrates me. I don't think this format is the way to go. I saw on Twitter the 16, 16-team uh, 16 format, and I love it. They need to do something like March Madness because it's ruining the sport. Uh, I also saw a stat that the past like 5 years for the playoffs is like featuring like this eleven seven seven different teams it's like Oregon, Oklahoma, Georgia, Alabama, and Clemson and Notre Dame. It's the same teams from like the past 5 years which frustrates me. And I have another stat. I did my research. So I compared Notre Dame and Texas Tech's schedule. So this is Notre Dame's schedule. They beat Duke 27 to 13. Okay. They beat USF, University of Southern Florida. 52 to nothing. USF did not win a game their whole season. Okay, whatever. And then Florida State won 42 to 26. Florida State, as the reason gone on, has been a crappy team. Okay? They beat Louisville 21 to 7. Okay, they only win by 14. They beat Pitt 45 to 3. Pitt's not the greatest team. They beat Georgia Tech 31 to 13. Okay, Pitt, Georgia Tech sucks. I'll give them that. They beat number one Clemson 47 to 40 in double overtime. Remember, Trevor Lawrence did not play the game because he. Couldn't because of COVID. They win in double overtime, okay? They beat Boston College 45-31, to all right? They beat number 17, North Carolina, 31-17 to on Black Friday, okay? They play Syracuse 45-21. to They beat them, and then they lose to Clemson by, like, 21. So, overall, the record is 21, 10-1, okay? I would say they gave up 21 to a bad Syracuse team. They're like, They only won one game the whole year. Uh, they gave up thirteen to a bad Duke team. They won two games earlier. Um, they 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 let Florida State score twenty six on them. Florida State's a bad team, and then I will say they they play well against North Carolina. I'll give them that. But I just they're they're playing the bad teams in the ACC. They played Duke. Notre Dame played six teams with a losing record. They played Duke, kind of losing record. U.S.F. had a losing record. Florida State had a losing record. Louisville had a losing record. Georgia Tech had a losing record, and Syracuse had a losing record. That's six teams with a losing record that they played. Now we're going to go on to Texas A&M. Okay, they beat Vanderbilt seventeen to twelve. Vanderbilt never won a game. They're like zero nine. That's a little shaky win. They still win. Then they lose to number one Alabama fifty two to twenty four. Okay, that's a bit, but that's a blowout win too. They beat number four Florida forty one to thirty eight at home. They beat Mississippi State twenty eight to fourteen they beat arkansas a very good arkansas team by 11 42 to 31 they beat a very bad south carolina team 48 to 3 I would compare south carolina to U- university of southern florida that Nordane played they beat lsu 27 they kind of struggled in that game but they still got the win they beat a very good very good auburn team 31 to 20 and they beat tennessee 34 to 13 Texas and am's final record was 8 and 1 okay they played 5 teams with a losing record okay so they're playing Average SEC teams versus very bad ACC teams that Notre Dame played, so I think their their schedules are very very similar. But as an A, if I was an A and M fan, which I'm not, I would say that Clemson. The only reason they won is because because Trevor was gone, okay. But when you see the difference with Trevor, he they get blown out by 21. So I feel like. I feel like A&M had the better better thing. You remember Notre Dame? They lost the, uh, the ACC championship game. Notre Texas A&M never, didn't go to the SEC championship game. So these the committee likes to count conference championships as like a tiebreaker or whatever. As like another point than other teams. But I feel like this. So Notre Dame beat two ranked teams. Number one Clemson and 17 North Carolina. I say this is where I get. Is stuck in the middle. They beat Clemson, okay, but Trevor wasn't there. They beat Cle- they lose to Clemson when Trevor was there by 21. So I feel like you got to take the win earlier in Clemson out because that doesn't count. Because if Trevor's there, they would have blown. He would have blown them out too. If you look at a&M, they beat number four Florida by a field goal. I feel like that's a better win than Clemson was early in the year, and it's a better it's a it's a better win than number 17 North Carolina, which Notre Dame did on Black Friday. So I feel like a&M got cheated out because they didn't want to see Alabama and them play again because th- they don't like this. They didn't think it would be good for TV, honestly. And they didn't want to see, and they don't consider a and a top three team, which would have negated them for playing Alabama, which I think you could put A M and Clemson playing against each other and Notre Dame and Ohio State playing against each other. I feel like you could put A&M up to three. Watch well, this me. But then I also did a comparison with Ohio State. Okay, so Ohio State, beat Nebraska 52 to 17. Okay. They beat Penn State 38 to 25, beat them by 13. They beat Rutgers 49 to 27. They gave them 27 points to Rutgers and only won by 12. Okay. And then they put, beat Indiana 42 to 35. They beat Michigan State 52 to 12. Michigan State sucks. They're such a bad team. It's just, I can't even with that team. And then they beat, for their sixth game, they beat number 14, Northwestern, 22-10. to 10. So, they had two, Ohio State's two top 15 wins. But out of the four of the six games, they played four teams with a losing record, okay? Now, that's basically equal to uh, Notre Dame's six games, playing six teams with a losing record. I feel like Ohio State didn't play enough games because Ford proved when they played LSU that you have to play every single game because you never know what's going to happen on any given Saturday. You could have had; they could have played Michigan. Michigan probably could have upset them. I it's probably unlikely, but they could have. You never know. But um, I don't think Ohio State's a top four team. Uh, David Sweeney came out with his like the coaches poll top rankings, and he had, he had Ohio State at number eleven, which is kind of funny because um. I really hope Clemson blows the crap out of Ohio State because I don't think they belong. I think you're gonna put other teams in front instead of them. I don't think six games is enough, but clearly it's all about money. And uh, if your team, if you get a team from your conference, it's a seven million dollar payout to your conference, and then you split it up to uh, other teams in your conference. So with that seven million going to the Big Big Ten, they have fourteen teams. Each team gets a five hundred thousand dollar payout for Ohio State. And I'd like to also add, the Big Ten put in a, a lit uh, like a rule that you get to play six six games to qualify for the Big Ten championship game. Ohio State only had five, and guess what they did? They bent the rules for for the the Ohio State. Like, come on, Indiana. I'd rather seen Indiana and Northwestern play, but no, it's all about the money in the year where. I get it, you're in, you're in a year when you're losing money, but come on, you gotta follow your own rules. And it's also the Big Ten's fault. If they wanted more money, they should have played their season. They shouldn't have waited a whole month after everyone else proved that you could play in a pandemic season. But that's just me. I'm going on a rant. I'm sorry. But then, um, so I'm gonna go on to my, this is I'm gonna go over my top four who I think I should have been in the top four. And then my uh, kid number one, I would have Alabama, no brainer there. Number two, I would have Clemson, no brainer there either. Number three, I would have had Texas A&M. I would have just went over my rant over them, over them between Notre Dame, and Texas A&M. I think they're a better team. And Then number four, I would have uh Cincinnati. Now Cincinnati, they were undefeated, nine and zero. They they won the American Athletic Conference that they were they were a conference championship. I also did the the stats with them too. Cincinnati only played three teams with a losing record and they played nine games. The same as a And played five teams with a losing record. and Notre Dame played eleven games, so they played six with a losing record. Cincinnati played nine, they only played three with a losing record. Otherwise, they played other teams with five hundred and over. That proves to me that they played in a better conference they're a better complete team. They're they're playing competitive games and I feel like they got screwed because the the committee and the whole system's biased and the group of 5 will never have a chance and this was the year for them to do it and I feel like they got screwed. But um I think Cincinnati is better than Ohio State. I think they have a better chance. Uh I don't think Ohio State proved themselves enough. They and the Big 10 conference game, they did not look good at all. Justin Fields looked like trash. Um, I think Cincinnati is just the better team. I like what the Riddler's doing at Cincinnati. He's their quarterback. They beat they beat a very good Tulsa team, number ranked number twenty three. They beat SMU. They beat some good, really good teams in the Amer- in the American Conference, and I feel like they got left out and screwed. But um, my top four again: number one Alabama, number two Clemson, number three Texas A&M, and number four Cincinnati. Those would have been my four teams. Um, but you know you can't change because the system's broken. I think it needs to change. I need. I think you need to expand more teams, but um. Also, uh, people keep saying that even if you expand the team, the the playoff format, the same teams are still going to win. That could be true, but as we've seen on any given Saturday in college football, anything can happen. Um, uh, just like March March Madness, anything can happen. I feel like if you expand it to 16, 16 teams, anything can happen. It can be just like March Madness, where a sixteen seed can beat. I want to see just like number just like what UMBC did in Virginia a couple of years back in the uh, March Madness, but yeah, uh, I know this is kind of a longer podcast. Uh, I just want to thank you guys for listening. I had I really spent some time putting this together, comparing teams and my thoughts, my analysis, and my just my raw reaction because I have a passion for this. And uh, I just want to thank you guys for listening. And you guys have a very good Christmas.